This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Welcome Amplify You family, Michelle Abraham here, your host with another amazing guest today. We are doing an Ask the Expert interview today with Blair Kaplan-Venable. She's an expert in social media. Actually, she's a pioneer. Let's just say that. You're a pioneer in social media marketing and PR. She's the president of Blair Kaplan Communications, which is a PR company based in British Columbia, which is the province that we live in. And it's so cool because Blair has, I've met Blair several years ago and I've seen you just grow your business. And it's been so neat to see all the cool things that you have done and be a part of. So Blair really helps her customers and clients grow their followings up to like tens of thousands just one month, which is super cool. Win integrative marketing awards and you've been spoken on national stages and you're featured in all sorts of really cool media like CBC, CEO, World magazine. She owns it, Thrive Global, just so many amazing things. And just recently, she has just uh, launched the number one best-selling book, uh, Pulsing Through My Lanes, Raw and Real Stories from an Entrepreneur. When she's not working on her board of, Lake of, of her local chamber of commerce, you can find Blair working on her project, I Am Resilient, uh, which is the I Am Resilient Project which is an online community where users share their stories overcoming most difficult moments, which is really cool. So Blair, thank you. What a what a, an amazing bio you have there. <laughs> and welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is a, an honor. You're welcome. Well, it's really cool. We're going to dive into all sorts of things today. But first, let's talk about your book. So your book, something that's new, hot off the, hot off the press, and uh, it's already a number one best-selling book. So tell us about it. Yeah, so Pulsing Through My Veins, Raw and Real Stories from an Entrepreneur is a book full of my entrepreneurial lessons that I've learned the hard way, so you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a really quick read. It's really easy. I include anecdotes, real-life examples, and key takeaways. Um, I've always wanted to write a book. I've always loved to write. And the I'm Resilient Project um, started because I wanted to compile a book of other people's stories of resilience and overcoming challenges. And um, IamResilient.info is that website. And so I started working on this book for the I'm Resilient Project. And I realized I had no idea what I was doing. And I took a book writing workshop. And in that workshop, I realized that that book didn't, uh, I was relying on a lot of other people and I had to reformat what I wanted to do. And I decided to write a business book as my first book so I could learn things that way. So when I'm ready for my second book, I knew what to do. Awesome. I love that. And as our audience are all entrepreneurs out there, whether they've launched a podcast or not yet, that's the one thing we all have in common. We are all entrepreneurs out there. So through your book, Pulsing Through Your Veins, all the stories of things that you wish you'd learned or had learned during, during as an entrepreneur, what are the top three things that you would say to an entrepreneur that's maybe just starting out in business? Um, first thing I would say is um, really be clear about who you are and the type of clients you want to get. 
Two, I would say don't trust everyone. There's not a lot of, there's a lot of good people out there, but there's a lot of not so good people out there. And I was young and naive and I learned a lot of lessons the hard way, like I just Mm -hmm. said, um, because I trust everyone. I'm from Winnipeg, so I'm just used to lots of really nice people. Um, And the third thing is uh, people do business with people they like, know, and trust. Get out from behind your computer and go to events, whether it's in person, which isn't right now, or back in front of your computer for virtual networking events which there is a lot of them. You can mm-hmm. basically go networking without pants on and no one will even know. <laughs> I love that. But get out there and meet new people. Yes, I think that's one of my favorite things in business too, is getting out there and meeting new people. Having a podcast really helps you do that too because you have a reason to like reach out and talk to people further rather than just a coffee date, <laughs> which I love that about podcasting. But it's really cool what you said. I love those three things because those three things are really relatable to our podcasters getting started too as podcasters. Uh, those three things are very applicable as well. And oh my gosh, yeah, I've got lots of stories of those being an entrepreneur for so long too. So uh, I love it. Yeah. And don't trust everyone. That's a good lesson too. Love that. Amazing. So Brooke, sorry, Blair. That was going to be my name, you know, my mom was, was going really? Brooke. Yeah. And then she was watching the facts of life and she said, oh, look, Blair, she's tall, rich, blonde, and beautiful. And I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> And curvaceous. <laughs> and I would it. say probably not a gazillionaire, but <laughs> yeah. one day, maybe after your next book comes out, right? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So the social media that you really started helping people with, did you start your business doing social media or was that more on the PR stuff and it morphed into social media? Tell us about that. So I was working for Lululemon Athletica and I went to school for public relations. And public relations is essentially managing perceptions. It's uh Hmm. it's it's helping getting people's message out there it's a form of marketing but uh social media marketing and even social media wasn't really even a thing when I went to school and so I moved up within uh this retail side of Lululemon and I went from Winnipeg to Edmonton to Vancouver and after three and a half years I really wanted to do PR um at the head office but it wasn't really possible for me to move up just with the shift in the company at that time so I started my business Luckily for me, I kind of ended up being in the right place at the right time. And social media was just becoming more relevant as a marketing tool. And um, being a millennial, a question I often got in meetings was, do you use social media for marketing? And my answer was always yes. Even if I didn't know how to do something, I would say yes and figure it out. And so that's kind of how I got the pioneer title. One of my clients called me Mm -hmm. a pioneer. I think it's kind of funny. I think it's funny too, because I had the pioneer title too. It was like, podcasting was a lot around a long time before I came around in 2012, yeah. but still it felt like a pioneer ages yeah. then. Right? I just feel like I should be churning some butter in my bonnet looking for <laughs> land. I don't know. So, I mean, I'll take it's it. Gold it's, steak, right? <laughs> right. So I apply traditional public relations, you know, methods, methodology to social media marketing. So, um, yeah, I, I've been doing it for a really long time. Um, obviously, you know, when a new platform comes out, I get really excited to explore. Like when I remember when Pinterest came out, I started leading workshops on how to use Pinterest for business. That mm-hmm. was really exciting. For a while there, I got really into TikTok. TikTok's not for me, but like there's a lot of benefits for brands being on TikTok. But mm-hmm. I, you know, I absolutely love LinkedIn and I love Instagram. Awesome. So LinkedIn, that was going to be my next question. What are your top two platforms? And that's what you love personally. Is that well, what you think is best I'd say for businesses? Like 
business and personal. I mean, I am my brand. Actually, most people are, are their own brands, but mm-hmm. LinkedIn is where I can show off my business expertise. I help, I um, use that platform to help build my thought leadership mm-hmm. and uh, build my authority in the entrepreneurial or social media marketing space. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram, I just love how creative it is. And essentially, uh, I use it as it's a personal, it's a hybrid of personal and business, but it's just really a fun creative space where I didn't put any limits on what I post Mm -hmm. so that, um, I have that freedom and it also showcases what my abilities are. Right. That's cool. Do you recommend people have someone manage their social media for them in your business or what's your thoughts on that? So there's different types of businesses and people out there. There is the person who, um, knows they need social media, but they have no idea what they're doing. There's the person who knows they have to have social media and they want to do it, but they just don't have time. And then there's a person who knows they have to have social media. They have no interest in doing it. No time. Right. So, um, I think all of those businesses need social media. Businesses need social Mm -hmm. media. Now, whether they hire someone to manage it or not, it just depends on resources. Mm -hmm. I always believe that if like an entrepreneur, um, is just Mm -hmm. starting out and they sometimes just need to learn and they want to do it themselves. And some businesses, you need to have someone internally, mm-hmm. but you can support them externally. Then there's businesses that have that extra um, you know, budget put aside to have someone on a monthly retainer to manage all their social media content. Mm-hmm. I like to have a mix of, type, a mix of clients. Um, mm-hmm. But I think if you have the time, um, the time and your business is newer, mm-hmm. it's a good thing to learn. If you mm-hmm. do it and then you hate it, then you hire someone. If you do it and you love it, keep on doing it. Yeah. Then at least, you know, I know one of the things that our clients struggle with, with social media is getting their voice out there. Um, but since some of them started podcasting, um, we're finding that it's a little bit easier for them to get their voice out there using some of the content from their podcasts on the social media platforms. Um, so then it's not, so it's not so hard to to emulate someone's voice when it's a social media manager, when it actually came from their, came from them speaking, which is kind of an interesting way of uh, looking at uh, doing social media was something that we originally intended to like to, to talk about, but you know, it's something that's been really helpful. I know for me, like I, I, I hate, I have a love hate relationship with social media. <laughs> I love looking at it. I don't like participating in it. <laughs> and so that's been really helpful. Um, any tips for people that are to looking to grow their podcast through social media? What should we be looking at? Which platforms do you think we should be best suited on? I don't particularly think um, you should have to be pigeonholed into one specific mm-hmm. platform. I think if you are comfortable with a social media platform, stick to it and master it. You don't need to be everywhere. You don't need to spray and pray. So if you're already mm-hmm. on LinkedIn and you post a couple times a day, master LinkedIn. If you're not on Twitter, but you're on Facebook and you're really active on Facebook, maybe just stick to Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and also depends on your demographic. Like are your listeners on Instagram? If not, maybe that's not where you want to be. Mm-hmm. I also think that social media isn't a uh, radio. It's a two-way communications tool. (laughs) So don't just put your message up. Don't put your post up and leave it. You need to engage, you know, scroll other people's posts, ask them questions, comment, share emojis, share their content. You know, social media is a place to collaborate and to be inspired. 
Mm, that's cool. And coming from your um, PR background, do you find like media, does, is, is media looking for content on social media or they're looking for people to reach out to them? I think it's a mix and depends on what you have. I mean, the PR industry, if you have a really good news story, it's obviously very easy to get it out there. It's also mm-hmm. about who you know, you know? So I think it's really good to build relationships with reporters, for example, mm-hmm. maybe you um, are someone who really likes cheese and your podcast is about cheese. And so mm-hmm. maybe what you do is you f- research all your favorite food bloggers and journalists and you follow them all on Twitter. If you're on Twitter or LinkedIn, you share their content, you engage with them. And then when it's time for you to um, put a news release out or announce a new product or something to do with your wonderful cheese business, <laughs> you've already had this um, minimal relationship established. Mm-hmm. with these people right you know, so you're not plan- like in a reactive mode trying to make a relationship when you need it <laughs> exactly exactly and like if you have a cheese company and you're into cheese and food you're obviously getting valuable content from these you know bloggers and writers anyways mm-hmm. so why not follow them why not engage with them because a lot of times it's when you engage on twitter for example or you share a post on linkedin it's the same as like kind of like tapping someone on the shoulder or being in the same room with them at a party they mm-hmm. see you they, 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 they might see you, they might not come talk to you today, but then they're going to be talking to you. Maybe it's the same party next year, mm. next week. Right. Yeah. I love that. And thinking about social media as a party, right? I mean, it is. It's a up, big party. Can stand up on the table and shout out, buy my product. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're just going to schmooze, get to know what people like. Oh, you listen for hints. Oh, they really like cheese. Maybe they want a sample. Like, hey, what's, What's the best place to mail you a sample of this product to, right? Like there's a lot Mm -hmm. you can do. It's about relationships. Right. And is there like too little amount of time or too much time you should be spending on social media when it comes to like, you know, being part of your business? Uh, Well, obviously Mm -hmm. the more time you spend on it, the better. Mm -hmm. Um, I recommend that um, you spend at least 10 minutes a day per platform Mm -hmm. engaging it doesn't have to be at once, but you know, if you make a post, you want to engage right after you make the post to feed the algorithm to help more people see your post. Um, you know, I just a tip. I like to fit in social media mark um, like engagement when I'm doing things like watching something with my husband that I don't care to watch. Like he has recently re-recorded all the old Bay watches, <laughs> so I will <laughs> I will watch them with him slash spend time on social media. Right. So, you know, I fit it in. Yeah. We, it we in have the time. It. Yeah. Yeah. If you, especially if you're commuting like on a bus or something or <laughs> sitting there and doing nothing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, social media is, can be so beneficial for a business, but it also seems to be like one of those like daunting, overwhelming things. Too. Yeah. And I mean, just like break it out in chunks. Like maybe like in the morning you set a timer and you spend 10 minutes on Instagram and then after lunch, when you have your after lunch lull, before you go back to work, you do 10 minutes on LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever, where you can break it up. It doesn't have to be all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if it's stuff where you're just looking for cool content to engage with, with the specific hashtag, maybe you know that you, you've scheduled that into your day when you um, maybe have a bit lower in energy and when it's not your most creative time, right? You want to maximize what your, you know, your flow of your day. Right. Like I know after lunch, I'm the least productive. So I schedule in the more monotonous tasks. Right. 
Yes. <laughs> and Clean like with that efficiency. <laughs> yeah. And also like, I, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but like everyone kind of does the poop and post, mm-hmm. you know, like who doesn't bring their phone to the bathroom? It's <laughs> like the poop and post. What's that? The poop and post. I call it the poop and post. I mean, I wash my pictures of you doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I mean, like I, I, most people I know take their phone to the bathroom. I, I, okay. So I start each day off with a hike or like the gym. Mm-hmm. And during quarantine, I really badly burnt my chest my coffee press exploded. And so I couldn't shower and I like to shower in the morning. So I started having baths. And now that I'm healed, I really enjoyed having baths. So what I do is when I'm on my hike, I take pictures. And then when I'm in the bath, I'm editing and posting. <laughs> Perfect. Like, you know? Yeah, exactly. Got to do when you got time to do it. right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I like it. It's for me, it's very creative. Like I take really fun pictures of nature and then I edit them and post them when I'm having a bath. Not always. You'll never know which ones are from the bath. <laughs> <laughs> You'll say, taken from the bath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, so any other uh, things that we should be like knowing? So say we have, a, say we have a, a podcast episode that comes out live. Is there like something you suggest like as a good kind of like um, maybe schedule to put it on like promoting it because not everyone's going to see it once. People seem to be so afraid of posting it twice. <laughs> is yeah, is think, it wrong to post it twice? <laughs> yeah, no, it depends on how much content you post and where. So like Instagram, I will only post one thing, something once on my feed, but I might post it to my story like mm-hmm. three or four times because mm-hmm. stories only last 24 hours. And then if it's a, like, if I'm a podcast guest, Mm-hmm. Um, I like when podcasts send me like a graphic mm-hmm. and maybe some copy and paste or something to like promote it. And so I can share it on my social media networks, link back to the podcast episode. So the marketing, and then I usually save it to a highlight. That's like my mentions or my media coverage or my book mm-hmm. coverage or whatever it is. So, um, I, when I put up new articles for the I'm resilient project, I schedule it to go each article to go out minimum three times on Twitter. Hmm. But I mean, if you have time, you can schedule it to go out a whole bunch more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it true? Like the media is more like savvy on Twitter or, you know, is that, is that a false, is that a false statement? I find Twitter the easiest place to communicate with journalists, hmm. whether they uh, see my tweet or DM or not. Um, I just feel like Facebook, it's unreachable. LinkedIn is like, you can connect to some, like I've connected to some people on LinkedIn that I probably would have never connected to elsewhere. Okay. Um, Twitter is a real time communications tool. Um, mm. so you gotta just, I think not stock, but like, if you know that like journalist Bob is always posting at like around 10 AM then you want to be around 10 AM tweeting to him. Right. Because right. he's a, if he's a journalist, he's getting a lot of messages. Right. And sometimes maybe you send him a tweet, maybe you email him, you, then you send him a tweet and a DM. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, you know, like sometimes you don't want to be stalkery. Right. Of course. But maybe you hit him on a couple different things. Mm-hmm. Hey, just following up to my tweet. <laughs> you know, yeah. hey, just <laughs> no more emails anywhere. It's following up to my tweet. <laughs> yeah. And so do you always want to be of service to the, the journalist or person that you're reaching out to. So uh, you know, helping them find what they're looking for, or connecting them with other people is always a good thing. Oh yeah. Like journalists, if you can make their job easier, mm-hmm. do it. 
And like there's Haro, help a reporter out. You can subscribe to that and you can see journalists that were looking for specific, you know, um, information for articles. There's lots of also, um, if you are, you want to start getting your name out there, you can start contributing and writing for other you know, other news outlets mm-hmm. like Medium or Thrive or, you know, mm-hmm. She Owns It or CEO Business World, you can start writing content and build yourself as that thought leader in the space mm-hmm. in which you are. And so the more you do that, the more your name gets out there. When someone goes to Google you, look, think about what's going to come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right? a great point. Getting on. on and so I, one of the other things I know about Medium and Thrive Global is that you can actually post, put your, um, embed your podcast actually in there as well. So if you write your show notes about in more of an article format, then you can actually embed your podcast in there too, which is great because how many eyeballs are already there? Like that's just smart to go to where the people already are, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Any other ninja chicks like that? (laughs) Yeah. um, That's a good one. Yeah, people, I mean, podcasts are brilliant. Like I just got into podcasting by, I accidentally started a podcast over <laughs> quarantine and, um, you know, it's called the B squared social jam. It's kind of about marketing and business and, but I think there's just so much you can do with the audio. It's brilliant. And I just think that if you're going to, my biggest thing is if you're going to put a clip of your audio on social media, mm-hmm. also add subtitles. It's mm-hmm. a good point. I do a lot of uh, watching videos when I shouldn't, so it's on mute. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. So we do audiograms on ours. So um, that's something that some of our audiograms have the subtitles, some of them don't. So that's a good thing to start putting in there. That would be great. The audiograms are fun because it's a little snippet of the show on an image posted on social media. But like you said, if you can't, if someone can't press play like they're at work or something. <laughs> or so that's actually a good tip. So like what could be really good is if you have a podcast and you're giving a package to the speaker, Hey Blair, um, thanks for being interviewed. Your podcast is being featured on insert date here. Here's an audiogram. Here's something for Instagram. It's a clip from your show with the subtitles. Here's an image for your Instagram and you give them the marketing tools. They're marketing to their network. Totally. Like if I have something on Instagram, I'm marketing it to my 20,000 plus Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. Right. And I want to share that I'm on this podcast because it's awesome and it's exciting. If I didn't want to be on it, I wouldn't be on it. So I want to brag about it. And so you want to leverage your guests network for sure. Absolutely. It's funny because we do this. We send this out to our our guests that have been on the show, but I've been on how many podcasts, the countless podcasts and that no one has ever sent me, except for maybe one, maybe one person, one person has sent me something to send out on social media. It's amazing, right? Wow. Yeah. Right. So that's like a free marketing tool, guys. Yeah. Like, you know, one of the reasons to have a guest on your show is to leverage their network, right? Obviously, also network that leverage their expertise. So they're amazing. But then you also want to be a really great host so that they are willing to share it out afterwards. And, you know, it's a benefit to them too. And now there's a picture of them being on a show and it's credibility. They can add that to their credibility of, places they've been on as well for media. Exactly. And like, usually what I do is um, every few months I update the media section on my website with all my interviews and stuff. Mm, So, I mean, I think it's really great because if you give everyone, if you give your guests something that they, you know, can put up on their website and social, it, they're marketing you for free yeah. and they gave you content. And like, it's going to stay there forever if it goes on their website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. I think there's, I think social media, I think social media is just part of the marketing tool. Relationship Mm -hmm. marketing to me is very important. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said at the beginning, people do business with with people they like, know, and trust. You know, if you, um, you know, package up everything and give it to one of your podcast guests and they share it on social media, you know, but you you make it easy for them. They're going to talk about your show. Yeah. They're going to help you find your next guest. Totally. Yeah. Or like, who else do you know that would be a great guest for this show? Right. Like that's a great question to to lead with. Everyone loves helping everyone out. Right. So, and referrals are best. Like I, with my business, most of my business for the past eight years has been referrals. Yeah. Earth to 99% referrals. Yeah. It's good until you want to automate things. That's awesome. No, I'm just kidding. I love referrals. Well, referrals (laughs) are like the best compliment you can ever get from anyone, right? Because that means someone trusts you enough and was happy enough with what you provided them that they're recommending you to someone they trust, right? Like they're putting their reputation on the line for you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, so I think, you know, with public relations and social media, they work very nicely together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, obviously traditional PR, you could write a press release, put it on your website and tweet out the link. Mm-hmm. There's lots you can do for the uh, hybrids, but mm, that's above all, you put it on your website. So then it goes back to your website. That's smart. Yeah. And then I think, yeah, I think social media, like as anything, like it's just social media can't be the only way you market. Mm-hmm. PR can't be the only way you market. You have to do a whole bunch of things. They all work together. Yeah. And when they all come together nicely, it's perfect, right? But it's like um, it's like the same having uh, the average uh, average business or average entrepreneur should have seven streams of income, right? Seven ways of creating income. It's almost like the same thing going out, right? You should have at least seven ways of getting your content and your marketing out there so that you can, it, you know, then and make it come back to you, right? So it's like, it's like... Um, creating a spider web. I think of podcasting have as like, remember how backlinking on websites used to work where like you put your link online and put your like, so now you're going to be an interviewed on a podcast. It's linking back to you. You're going to be an interviewed on a podcast it links back to you. You're building that spider web of that like huge web out there. It's just amazing. Exactly. I love podcasting because it's on 24 <laughs> seven. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I'm, I'm really into it. Like I drive a lot. Yeah. It's just nice to throw in a podcast and for sure. Yeah, I really knew um, I really knew things in podcasting and that were hitting mainstream when a friend of mine said, you've been talking about this podcasting thing forever. And I didn't know what you were talking about, but I commute two hours to and from work every day. And I listen to podcasts every day. That's awesome. <laughs> so I think that's awesome, right? And it's yeah, funny. no, I think it's great. Yeah, I think I think a lot of listeners have, um, we've lost a lot of our commuting listeners over the last little while. So we'd like to uh, invite them back as they get back into work. <laughs> yeah, or just, you know what, go for a walk and put your, you know, put a podcast on. That's what I've been doing and like audiobooks. Yeah. You can't stop learning just because you're not commuting. Right, exactly. <laughs> you can't stop being inspired. Come on, guys. Exactly. You're going to miss the boat. Other people right? are doing it. Don't fall behind. Yeah, exactly. And so now, Blair, you're going out and you're getting on podcasts talking about your book, your new book, Pulsing Through Your Vein, Pulsing Through My Veins, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it around to say yours because I'm saying it, but the actual title is Pulsing Through My Veins. I love it. So it's just roll out and real stories from an entrepreneur. And so you're looking to get on more podcasts. What's your strategy for getting on shows? I'm asking my network. So I'm part of a couple different masterminds and networking groups and I have different social media networks. And so I just put it out to 
um, when the time is right, I put it out to those people to see if anyone knows of any great opportunities for me to be a guest. I talk about, you know, things like entrepreneurship, social media marketing, resilience, um, being a woman in business. And so I show up, have conversations. And if someone thinks that they have a great connection for me, they introduce us like me and you, we knew each other from the sphere, the bubble, Mm -hmm. the marketing sphere (laughs) circuit. (laughs) And we were at a networking event together and here we are. And I think asking is okay. Maybe you have some podcasts that you listen to, email them. Mm -hmm. Worst they say is no. Yeah, exactly. And for me, like, I love connecting people with other podcasters. So, you know, for me, I'm going to connect you with a bunch of people after this interview. So I think, you know, there's two things here for our listeners. One is if you're a guest only right now and you don't have a show, go on as many shows as you can and then ask them who else would I be a good fit for. That way you're getting more and more um, more and more spots on shows. And secondly, if you do have a show already, ask your guests who else they'd like to be connected with. You have lots of connections. And then, you know, you can also ask them who you would be a good fit on shows for. Podcasters, no podcasters. Marketers, no marketers. We all know each other. So it's like- And entrepreneurs, no entrepreneurs, you know? Entrepreneurs know a lot of entrepreneurs. <laughs> so I think like, yeah. And, you know, after this, let me know who, what type of guest you're looking for and I'll definitely connect you, you know? And be a good guest if you're just a guest. Mm-hmm. Be excited be fun help promote the show because then they're going to say good things about you yeah exactly and I always love that like that part of the guests you know being having a guest you get to elevate the guests like you know really showcase what the guest is all about uh, what they're doing in their business and that's really fun right and so when you get to be a guest it's a privilege on someone else's show it's so cool I just love that how that oh how that all works so before we let you go um, let's talk a little bit about the I Am Resilient Project. So we haven't talked about that, and I know that's dear to your heart. So let's share with our, the audience like how they can get involved, how they can help you, support you with that. Okay, sorry, my husband just walked in. Okay. I had to Hi, order husband. more. <laughs> I had to order more books because um, I sold out of my books, and they just that's showed good, up. That's a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the I Am Resilient Project is a uh, community where we've created a safe space to share stories of resilience. Stories of overcoming life's challenges. I was going to say world's challenges, but same, same. And it started because um, my father is terminally ill. We've had a rocky relationship. He lives with addiction. And we started to have a really great relationship. And we found out at the end of 2018 that he um, was at the end of his, nearing the end of his life. And I started sharing my story about forgiveness and resilience and addiction And what was happening was my story was inspiring other people. People were feeling inspired to go to therapy or fix things with their parents or loved ones. And people started sharing their stories. And what was happening for me when I shared my story was that it was helping me to heal Mm -hmm. and helping me to heal was helping other people healing. I mean, sorry, I'm stuttering because I'm so excited. (laughs) My story was not only helping me heal, but telling it was helping others heal. And um, I saw the power in that. And I had a fundraiser in person and we had a panel with other people sharing their stories. And I decided that I wanted to compile a book where I was sharing other people's stories of resilience as a way to empower people to move through their challenges. Mm. So... The I Am Resilient Project, the website is IamResilient.info. You can submit your story on there. It's no cost. It's just a space created for you to share what you want to share, if you want to share it with your name, without your name, however you want. 
And we will be publishing our first book with 52 stories. So not every story on the website will make it in the first book. Not every story submitted will be on the website if it goes in the book. Sometimes they're going to be in both. Um, and my sister, Alana, she's a therapist in Toronto. She works on this with me. Um, so we share the stories online, on social media, on our website. We also um, put up a blog post almost every week. And we just want people to know it's okay to not be okay and that they're not alone and that they'll get through it. Mm, I love that idea. You know, my podcasting brain is going on like crazy. We can talk after this because after sharing your story is so healing, right? Which I think that's so brilliant what you guys are doing. It's just, it's really a great project and uh, I'm looking forward to supporting you in that project because I know lots of people that would love to share their story. So Thank you. Yes. I mean, and it's, you, you have five stories, share five stories. Like there's a bunch on there that are from me. Some of them are anonymous, you know, and I think there is no end goal to this project. The, the reason it started was because I wanted to compile a book of people's stories of resilience. Cause I've heard such powerful stories mm-hmm. and it just grew to be something so beautiful where we're raising awareness about different issues and we're creating these conversations and holding space for people. That's awesome. I love it. Thank you for sharing your story with us today. Thank you for being with us on Amplify You. And until next time, we'll have you back again. See how your podcast is going. We'll be, do a behind the mic interview with your podcast coming up. So I love it. Awesome. All right. Thanks so much, Blair. We'll take care and Amplify You guys out there. Make sure you follow Blair. Blair, where can we find out more information about you? BlairKaplan.ca. I'm Blair from Blairland on Instagram. I am resilient.info. My social media links are on both my websites. So blairkaplan.ca and I am resilient.info. And you'll find her on social media. <laughs> you'll find me on social media. And you can just Google Blair Kaplan Venables, like a bunch of stuff comes up. It's all there. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much, Blair. I'll talk to you soon, everyone. Thanks for having me. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.